0: I want to thank you for joining us today for today's podcast, this week's podcast. We're looking at what does it mean to be a follower of Jesus Christ? In the Sermon on the Mount, he says that you are the salt of the earth and you are the light of the world. That's our calling. And by the way, that's who we are. If Jesus says that's who we are, that's who we are. It doesn't matter if you feel like that or not. You are the salt of the earth and you are the light of the world. The question is, are you living up to who Jesus says you are and who he has made you to be? Last week, we looked at the idea of our righteousness surpassing that of the Pharisees. And we looked at this idea, it's not just don't murder, it's don't hate. And we're moving that sin from being something that just takes place with our hands to something that has root in our heart. When you look at the next two statements that are made in, in Matthew chapter 5, as he talks about adultery and about divorce, starting in verse 27, he says, you've heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out, throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off, throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. It's been said anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, makes her a victim of adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. We read those passages, and at first reading, they seem difficult. But when you look at the heart of what Jesus Christ is teaching here, it's back to this idea of being a child of God, being God's man, being God's woman, not just doing what you know is right, but allowing that motivation to come from the very seed of Jesus Christ inside of your life, inside of your heart. You see, adultery is a defiling of that marriage. Adultery is, but, but Jesus takes it and says, it's not just something that starts in the bed. It's something that starts in your eye and in your heart. And I know you're thinking, I don't always have control over the things that I see. And that may be true. And you don't have control over the thoughts that fly through your head. But you do have control over the ones that you build a home for and that you build a nest for. Paul says, take captive every thought and make it subject to Jesus Christ. And that's our call. And, how, and you go, how do you do that? When those thoughts start coming in your mind, I just want to tell you, say out loud, that's not who I want to be. That's not the things I want to think about. In the name of Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, that's not who I want to be. Take captive those thoughts and be that person that God wants you to be. Don't place yourself in situations where you can accidentally on purpose encounter those things that tempt you. No. Take captive those thoughts. Live your life in such a way that your purpose is not to get as close to the edge as you can, but as close to the center of the heart of God as you can. And that's even in your marriage. I don't want you looking at other people. I want you to use your eyes to admire your wife. I want you to use your hands to hold your wife's hands, not someone else. I don't want you looking around. I want you to be faithful to the covenant that you've made. Keep those covenants. Keep that promise. And that even goes with the next of those antithesis statements where says, starting in verse 33, again, that you've heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not break your oath, but fulfill the oath and the vows that you've made. But I tell you, don't swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it's God's throne, or by earth, for it's his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it's the city of the great king. Do not swear by your head. You can't even make one hair white or black. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything else comes from the evil one. And Jesus is saying, I want you to be a man or a woman of your word. I don't want you to have to embellish it. I just want you to be known as a person that says, once I do something, if I'll do something, I'll do it. In your marriage, when you make that covenant, I want you to keep it. I want you to keep that marriage pure. I want you to keep your life pure. And you want to know how important that is to me? It would be better for you to gouge out your eye or cut off your hand than to violate those covenants because your soul is at stake. We typically don't think about it that way. We just think it's just, well, you know, it's just something I said. No. You see, our soul is at stake on how we live. How many times have you heard me say it matters how you live? It does. Because there's coming a day when we'll stand in front of the throne of God and we'll answer, what kind of salt and what kind of light were you? When people looked at you, did they see the light of Jesus Christ in your marriage, in your covenant? Could they tell that you were different than the world, that you had a saving power inside of you? that you had the light of Jesus Christ shining through you. It's more important for us to be children of God than to just to try to figure out the rules. What matters to us is that we let others see Christ living through us in the way that we treat others, in the way that we treat our mates in our marriage, and the way that we keep our word. Let people see Christ in you, the hope of glory.